Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Box Score Breakdown for Thursday, the 21st of January, 2021. I'm your host, Mr. Jolly of Sydney. What else could you be with a name like that? You can find me on Twitter as Mr. Jolly of Sydney. And my partner, my better half, as he calls himself, is Scotty Harland. He is a.k.a. The Harlander on Twitter. You add a 23 to that. He is The Harlander 23, H-A-R Lander. 23, the Harlander 23. Uh, go and follow him, and then I won't say it four times. Uh, go and follow me too. Get some good stuff on Twitter from us, of course. Um, what else? Shout-outs to the big knobs from hoop-ball.com, Aaron Bruski and Dan Vesperus and all the crew over there, the editorial crew and the legends that they are. You can find them at hoop-ball.com. Get involved, support one of the best things going in the fantasy NBA world, hoop-ball.com. Check them out. Now, I promised you Brent, the middleman today, back with me, but he is unavailable uh, due to a house move that uh, has taken a bit more work than what he thought. So you're just going to go intimate with me for the second time in two days. And it was a quiet day in the NBA for a change because it was only three games on. Uh, There was some fantasy relevant stuff, of course, there always is. Let's just jump straight into it because we're talking about the LA Lakers in the first game of the evening. They moved back to 8-0 and zero on the road, dominating in crunch time in the back of a night where they shot more than 50% from deep. Uh, a lot of those coming with uh, AD and LBJ driving and dishing. One of those threes, though, was LBJ himself. It was a ridiculous uh, three. He put, put Brooke Lopez on an island, made him dance, and then he turned his back on him after he shot the three. That was a crunch time three-point shot. There was another one by Caruso where AD drew basically three guys to him, hit Caruso in the corner. And it was kind of like shelling peas for the Lakers, uh, as I mentioned, shooting more than 50% from deep as they won against the Bucks by that score of 113 to 106. And for the LA Lakers, it was LeBron James. He had 34 points, six rebounds, eight assists, and one steal. He's only 49th on a per-game basis at the moment. Uh, We expect that to go up. Uh, Just 23 points a night from the field. That's kind of down on what he normally does. Uh, His field goal percentage is at 48%. We expect that to go up a little bit. Uh, The three throws on a high volume at 72% is what's keeping him down. And, of course, the high turnover uh, number. But... He's still developing a, a delivering value night after night. He may even be a buy low if you wanted to send out a third rounder or something for him and, and just see. You may be able to tempt somebody into it. Uh, Anthony Davis had 23 uh, – sorry, Anthony Davis, how many points did he have? <laughs> he had uh, just 18 points. He had nine rebounds. He had six assists. But his defensive stats, one steal and two blocks. 
He was eight for 18 from the field. Relatively quiet night for AD, but he is now the 13th ranked player on a per game basis. After a slow start, he has been ramping it up of late. Uh, Who else is relevant for the Lakers? Sometimes we have to ask that question because on a lot of nights, it's only the two of them that are putting up big stats. But tonight it was Contavious Caldwell Pope. He had 23 points. He had three rebounds. He had seven for 10 from deep. I dropped him stupidly. In the uh, Roto League, where I've been streaming, a, a league where I've lost a few players as well, uh, he's been providing some sneaky value. He's right about the 100 mark. So if you need a streamer, a long stream, if you need some threes, he's been shooting at more than 50% from the field, 91% from the foul line, not on great volume, and he's getting you two threes a night with low turnovers, and he even gets some steals here and there, 1.1 steals. Caldwell Pope, if he pops up on your waiver wire, which he does and you're depleted, and you're looking for something just to give yourself some threes and some points at decent percentages with low turnovers, I can recommend Kentavious Caldwell-Pope for you very strongly. Another player who has been bouncing off and on waiver-wise through the season is Dennis Schroeder. He is somebody who was possibly overdrafted. He's 130th on the season. He had a bit of a stinker today. He was 2 for 10 from the field, uh, 0 for 3 from deep. Uh, Didn't get to the foul line, and he had just uh, 4 points one rebound, one assist, but two steals, which kind of salvaged his night. Mark Gasol, I think on a previous show, I talked about how I was going to stream him this week for some blocks. Well, I did curse him because he's had a very quiet week. He just had three shots in his 18 minutes, three points. Of course, you're not expecting um, him to get a lot of points, but three, that's uh, pretty ridiculous. A dearth of points, let's say that. He had three rebounds, he had two assists, and he had one block. That block kind of salvages it a bit for him. He's now got 24 blocks on the season. But, you know, if you don't need the blocks, then you probably don't need Marcus Sol. Kyle Kuzma had a quiet night. He had five points, five rebounds, uh, and he had uh, just a couple of steals, two for six from the field. If I asked you to guess what is Kyle Kuzma's rank on the season, what would you say? That's right. He's outside the top 200. If you've got Kyle Kuzma and you haven't dropped him already, go and drop him uh, and drop him from a great height. And now we take a look at the Milwaukee Bucks. For the Bucks, they were 9 for 21 from deep. That was really the tail of this game at 32% compared to the Lakers, who were 19 for 37 at 51%, as we mentioned. Lakers shooting the lights out and the Milwaukee Bucks just getting sprayed by all the glass. Uh, Giannis had 25 points, he had 11, uh, sorry, 12 rebounds, he had three assists, one block, 11 for 17 from the field, which you love, two for four from the foul line, which you do not. Uh, He is the 49th ranked player in nine category basketball at the moment, of course, much higher in points leagues. And if you're punting uh, three throw percentage, he is a borderline top 10 player. Uh, Obviously, he does kill that three throw percentage if you've got him in nine category. Drew Holiday had 22 points, five rebounds, seven assists, one steal. He was 10 for 18 from the field. He is chugging along nicely. He's the 23rd ranked player in nine category fantasy basketball. And if you drafted him in the third round or fourth round where he was going, sometimes um, as late as late in the fourth round, you've got good value for him so far. 43 was his ADP preseason and he's now 23, um, stuffing lots of categories. Drew Holiday, you've got to love him. The other one you love is Chris Middleton. He has fallen back a little bit. He was middle of the second round for a while this season. He's now ranked 21st uh, on his 22 points, six rebounds and six assists per night at very high percentages. Let's see how his game compared to that 
Against the Lakers, he had 20 points. He had five rebounds. He had seven assists. He was six for 15 from the field. So against the, that better Lakers defense, he did drop off a little bit with his field goal percentage. Five for six from the foul line where he is very good. And three for six from, the, from deep, which you love. Brooke Lopez, the big man, the big tall timber. He had 13 points. He had four rebounds and he had two blocks. He just keeps chugging along with those blocks for you, doesn't he? He is now inside the top 100 after a very slow start, ranked 89th on a per-game basis. Dante DiVincenzo, a guy who started out the season very hot but has dropped away a little bit. He had 10 points. He had four rebounds. He had two assists. He had one steal. He was four for eight from the field and two for five from deep. Now, after starting off the season inside the top 50 for quite a stretch, he's now fallen to 101st. You probably needed to sell high a little bit earlier. Uh, if you've not sold high on him already, who knows? Maybe you can trick someone into taking him away from you who doesn't realize how he's been for the last couple of weeks, which is not fantastic. His field goal percentage is at 44.2 on the season, which is um, well below what he was shooting last season. Obviously, the uh, he's been hit a little bit by the expanded volume. And o- often you find guys, when they start shooting more, their percentages drop off a bit because... Some of those shots are not as good as the looks used to be. Bobby Portis, he's still 86 on the season, but he's a drop. Uh, he had four points. He had eight rebounds, two assists, one block, uh, and he just had 16 minutes. So I should qualify that by saying he may not be a block in all situations, depending on what you're looking for him. If you need rebounds, maybe you keep him and you hope that he bounces back a bit. But uh, in points leagues, uh, and in category in leagues where you don't need rebounds, he is a drop. Before we go on, I need to remind you guys about the fantasy pass. Even though the draft season is well and truly over now, we're fifth, into the fifth week of the season. Hopefully, your brewski 150 your way to a good team. Uh, but the season is only 20% over now, or 21% over or something. The fantasy pass is still the best deal in the industry at just $4.99 a month. And now that we're into that regular season, there is zero commitment. That's right. Sign up for one month for five bucks. You probably heard me rabbiting on about it a bit now. Just try it out for a month. You know what? Can't hurt you. If you don't like it, you can cancel. We know that you'll love it, but it's always nice to have that option, isn't it? The Fantasy Pass has everything you'll need to dominate all year. Updating projections, new fantasy appraiser tools, schedule and streaming charts, pickups, drops, and our newest and coolest feature, the HoopBall Discord server, where you can hang out with all the HoopBall pros around the clock and get one-on-one help with your team. So do check it out. Head to the hoop-ball.com website and click on the Fantasy Pass ad, which you can't miss. It's right there on the main media wall. The second game of the evening was an upset because the New York Knickerbockers beat the Golden State Warriors, who have been surging uh, away from home as well. The Knicks, surprising Knicks are now 8-8. Eight and eight. Who would have thought the Knicks would be a 500 team after 16 games? They actually look quite decent. I, I watched a good chunk of this game and... Uh, the first quarter, they blew the Warriors away. There was 41 points. Um, Reggie Bullock couldn't miss. He was three for three from deep. Uh, what's his name? The big fella, Julius Randle, had five assists in the first quarter alone. Interesting to see him dribbling the ball up the court quite a bit and distributing. They really run a lot of stuff through him, and and the Warriors couldn't really contain him. They limited his shots, but uh, he started to stimulate the offense for the Knicks and uh, – after that, the Warriors were playing catch-up for pretty much the whole game. Steph had a bit of an off night, and they got uh, well and truly beaten by 15 points in the end. For the New York Knicks, Julius Randle, uh, he remains an absolute beast. He had 16 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. 
Uh, just only 10 shots in this game. Uh, the first half, he was struggling getting to terms with Draymond Green. And then by the time the second half came around, they were really, they were just kind of pretty much cruising. I think that's why his numbers were down. He only played 29 minutes as well, which is unlike the average 38 that he's playing, which puts him in the top few guys in the league. Uh, also, for the New York Knicks, there's a guy called RJ Barrett. He was very good. He had 24 points. He had five assists, two rebounds. Uh, he was eight for 12 from the field and two for three from deep, as well as six for eight from the foul line. Now, RJ is surprisingly having, um, well, in some ways, anyway, over the last couple of weeks, a better season. It's interesting when you look at the numbers. I keep trying to say he's being surprisingly good, but he's still only 172nd on the season. He's a points league guy. Um, it is those percentages. He's under 40% on the season, even though for the last week or 10 days, he's been good. What does that mean? He might be a sell high. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Reggie Bullock, I mentioned before, is a three-point streamer. He's a 14-team league guy or 16-team league guy. If he's on your wire, you could go and grab him. He only played 17 minutes tonight. Uh, Alec Burks was back playing 20 minutes. And, of course, uh, they threw a few minutes to quickly. Now, quickly is the story. I'll get to him in a moment. Reggie Bullock first. He had 12 points. He had two rebounds, one steal, four for four from deep. That's what you're getting him for. It's the, that three-point streaming capability that you can use Reggie Bullock. Now, back to quickly. Quickly was uh, a, a kind of hot pickup for a while. There was talk about what would happen with when Alec Burks came back, and the answer is he played seven minutes. And even though it was a blowout as well, he still only played seven minutes. Uh, Alec Burks had 19 minutes. He had nine points. He had four rebounds. He had one assist. Now, what about Alec Burks? If you've held him through all of this injury stuff, do you keep holding him? Well, I think you've got to have a look at what else is out on the waiver wire. Um, if there's really good stuff, you might have dropped him already. If you haven't and there's something really good there, he is going to lose a few minutes to quickly. Um, Knicks have got other people back from injury as well. Obi Toppin played eight minutes. They all get kind of squeezed around with all of these guys back. Uh, I would hold him for a few more games until I see what happens, but I don't think we'll expect him to get back to where he was earlier in the season. For the Golden State Warriors, Steph Curry has been having a mammoth season, as we know. He had 22 points. He was 7 for 16 from the field and just 3 for 11 from deep, which was really the problem. Uh, the Warriors were not great. They were 6 for 29 from, the, from deep, which is really the tale of this game. Both games, whereas the Knicks were 10 for 21, including getting out that that lead early in the game where they were just red hot for that first quarter and a bit. But uh, yeah, Steph is still ranked as he's the 19th player in nine cat on the season. Dropped off a little bit because the last few games have not been great. And that field goal percentage, which through his career has been up uh, in that 47, 48, 49 mark on a lot of seasons. He's even been a 50, 40, um, 90 guy. As we know, he's 45% uh, only on the season high turnovers with the 3.5, but he is 28 points, 5.6 rebounds, 6.3 assists. You can't complain about that. And we think for, for certain that he ends up inside the first round somewhere if you drafted him. You're probably pretty happy compared to some of the return that you're getting from first round guys. 
Kelly Oubre went back to being Kelly Oubrick because he was two for nine from the field after a couple of good games. This one was a bit of a uh, excretion in the bed. He had seven points. He had six rebounds. He had one assist, uh, which is how he kind of salvages these lines for you. But he missed all his shots from deep. He was three for six from the foul line, which is also not great. Uh, he is only the 136 ranked player on the season, but over the last couple of weeks, he's been a lot better and you're probably very happy that you didn't sell low on him because of the volume. And this was also a back-to-back for the Warriors and I think we can write off some of the results uh, in this game as because of that. Andrew Wiggins, the much maligned Andrew Wiggins had 15 points. He had seven rebounds. He had one assist and one block. He was six for 10 from the field and one for two from deep. Two for three from the foul line. Uh, Wiggins is the 104th ranked player in nine category on the season, which is probably about where he was drafted by most people. Uh, What else can you say about him? He's probably not really a buy low or a sell high. If you've got him, you hold on to him. Maybe you package him in a two for two if you think he's going to get worse. Uh, But yeah, last week or so, he had a bit of a drop off after a couple of very good weeks. Damian Lee had 11 points uh, to about three rebounds and nothing else in his 13 minutes. He is a very deep league guy. And Eric Paschal, if you grabbed him, he's one of the hottest pickups in fantasy just about a week ago. Uh, he is not hot. Shout out to Brad Wanamaker, who had a whole bunch of donuts and won a couple of ones. Uh, he had two shots within about 30 seconds of each other, both of which were rejected. Um, <laughs> it was a bit of a laugher, actually. Absolutely terrible stuff. Okay, before we hear about the last game of the evening, let me tell you about Valentine's Day. Uh, It's coming up very soon, fellas. You better be ready for it. You might not know where the night is going to take you. It could be somewhere very exciting and very good, hopefully. And Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, are here to tell you that you need to use the best tools for the job so you can be ready for anything on that special day. Two million men are using Manscaped products to groom. Make sure you are one of them. Your girl can't think of what to get you for Valentine's Day. Why don't you just drop a little, you know, word in your ear and say, hey, get me this, which is good for you too. And the best way to get started with this is the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. That's all you need to tell her. Full of the best products to keep you looking, smelling, and feeling nice. The package is their revolutionary third-generation Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which has advanced skin-safe technology and features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. It's also waterproof, which prevents a mess on the bathroom floor and in the sink. Gee, not just not in the sink especially when it's time for Cupid to shoot his arrow. And these products that Manscaped do, they smell really good. There's the Crop Preserver and the Crop Reviver. Their manly scent is attractive and they'll help set the mood if you know what I mean. Complete your grooming game with the refined cologne signature by Manscaped. With the same signature scent that's in all their products, the cologne is a perfect complement to the collection. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. That is free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com, 20% off. Get over there. Happy Valentine's Day from Manscaped and from us. The last game on the slate was the New Orleans Pelicans up against the Utah Jazz. And this game just finished not long before I started recording. It was 129 points to 118. The Jazz, well, they were leading throughout most of the game. The Pels couldn't really get close to them. Jazz absolutely dominating from three-point land as well, putting up an absolute crap ton of threes. I think they lead the NBA in three-point attempts and uh, they are hard to stop. 
they have some very good players, don't they? Such as Donovan Mitchell had 34 points. He had six rebounds. He had four assists. He was 11 of 16 from the field, six for seven from the three-point line, and he was six for six, a perfect uh, result from the charity stripe. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, where is he on a per-game basis? If I asked you to guess, what would you say about the Don? What you would say if you knew the answer was that he was only the 71st ranked player in basketball. He has been a lot better, though, over the last couple of weeks, uh, pushing up those uh, those statistics and hitting a few more of his foul shots. But he is only 43% from the field on the season, which is not fantastic. Maybe he's still a buy low. He's a guy you can throw into a two-for-two. We expect him to get better as the season goes on, of course. Uh, Also, for the Utah Jazz, they have Rudy Gobert. He had 13 points. He had 10 rebounds. He had three big blocks, and he was three for five from the field. Gee, not a lot of shots there because they were raining from deep. Um, Royce O'Neal had five points, four rebounds, and one block. Why am I reading him out? He has been ranked inside the top 100 on the season. Uh, He's just fallen out over the last couple of games to 114. He remains a streaming option. He's on the waiver wire quite a lot. If you need a big man streamer, He's got power forward and center uh, eligibility in some leagues. In other leagues, small forward and power forward. Uh, He is worth rostering when you need a stream. He's very inconsistent, but definitely one that you can rely on to get some rebounds for you at least. Mike Conley had 12 points. He had two rebounds, six assists, and two steals, five for 10 from the field. Mike has cooled off quite a bit. He was inside the top 40 for a while. He's still the 60th ranked player on the season, but over the last couple of weeks, he's been around that 100 mark. He probably ends up around, I reckon, about 70 or 80, does Conley. Uh, If you drafted him, though, you're pretty happy with his return so far. Also for the Jazz, they have an Aussie guy called Joe Ingles. He had just two points and six assists. Joe only in 12 minutes. He should be on a waiver wire. Uh, Bojan Bogdanovic had 13 points. He had three rebounds, one assist and two steals, three for nine from deep. He continues to disappoint. He's the 265th ranked player in fantasy basketball. Shout out to Galloping Griffs and Michael Griffin who are rostering him. Mate, you're just, you're just being stubborn. <laughs> Go and drop him. Drop his ass. He's not good at fantasy basketball. For the New Orleans Pelicans, Brandon Ingram had 22 points. Not a lot else though. No rebounds, no assists, one steal. He was eight for 13 from the field, two for two from the foul line. He did have four three-pointers as well. Surprising that his volume was not up, but uh, again, when you're playing against the Utah Jazz, sometimes things don't go your way. They didn't go Zion Williams' way completely either. He was just 18 points, three rebounds, two assists, no steals, no blocks, five for seven from the foul line at 71%, uh, and six for 10 from the field. Not a lot of shots for him either. Lonzo Ball played just 23 minutes. All of their starters played less minutes because of the... uh, the, the blowout, uh, I think they just sort of gave up in the in the final quarter. Lonzo was five for 13. He had 12 points. He had five assists. He had one steal, and he was two for six from deep. He will bounce back. He is a buy low. If you can send out a guy ranked around, uh, I don't know, 70 or 80 somebody um, or, or a higher performing guy you think is going to drop off in, in the sixth round or something, you could go and try and fish Lonzo Ball away from their owner because uh, he will be better than this. Stephen Adams, just six points, but he did have 13 rebounds, three assists and one steal for the big Kiwi on three for eight from the field. Uh, Eric Bledsoe had a very disappointing season, hasn't he, um, Eric? He is just 168th on a per-game basis this season, which is only three spots better than Josh Hart. 
that gives you an idea of how bad Bledsoe has been. He had eight points. He had three rebounds. He had two assists and two steal. And we're getting to the point now where he's not even really a buy low. Like in a lot of leagues that I, where I, that I have, I'm not sure if I could roster Mr. Bledsoe at the moment. Nikhil Alexander-Walker was a popular streamer while Bledsoe and others and Ball were out, was out. Uh, he had just uh, 10 minutes in this game, though, four points, one rebound, two assists. He is a drop. Uh, Jackson Hayes, JJ Redick, they are also drops. All right. Well, that was it for today's show. A short one, rapid fire, intimate one with Mr. Jolly. We will be back tomorrow with uh, Stephen Vidovich joining me, and that will hopefully be more fun for me. Uh, Hopefully this was fun for you and uh, that you got the information that you needed. We look forward to talking to you again very soon. We'll see you on tomorrow's show. Bye for now and keep on rocking. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.